best defense for your spirit is spiritual offense. You said mm. that on a live yesterday, and I absolutely love that because it it just comes right back to what we talked about today, right? Especially now during these times where there's a lot happening outside of our space, we really want to focus on controlling everything that is within our space, right? So it doesn't matter how chaotic things get around us, how, how chaotic things get in the country, in the world, on this planet. We just want to make sure we're maintaining our inner peace, our inner mindfulness so that we can be the lights. We can be the lights on this planet um, because again, darkness can never enter a lit room, right? And just I'll leave you with one exercise to do. Um, if you if you sit in a completely black room, thank you for being here again. Today I have an amazing guest on the show on the Holistic Lifestyle Show. Every week we're bringing you wellness professionals and entrepreneurs to empower you to take a holistic approach. And today we have founder of the Meditar Institute with us. Let's see, she's coming on live right now. So stay tapped in. Uh, if you're on Zoom, you're wondering what's happening. We're also live on Instagram. So we just right. happen. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. So welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So Kristen, I'm going to make it the floor is all yours right now. Why don't you give the people an introduction of you, who you, who you are, what you're passionate about, yeah. and how you add value to the world? How do you bring your light out here pretty much? Yeah, absolutely. Again, for the viewers, my name is Kristen Salmon, and I'm the owner and founder of Meditari Institute, which is based in Atlanta, but we are really global. When we look at the our members and our community, we truly have a very global community. We have members in Europe, in the Caribbean, because I'm originally from Trinidad. So hello to all the Trinis out there. Um, but I am a creative meditation guide. So basically I teach create a style of meditation called creative meditation, which uh, for me, I have actually been meditating for over 30 years now, which is a very long time. So I've been introduced to a lot of different styles of meditation with this form of meditation called creative meditation is something that I've been practicing for over 17 years now. And it's something that truly, truly changed my life when I really, really needed it. Uh, because just growing up, just a little history about myself, I grew up on an island. I grew up with two amazing parents that, um, you know, I would be in meditation groups with my mom. And then I would also be in Sunday school in church with my dad on the weekends. So I have a spiritual and religious background um, so this form of meditation allows me to really marry the two, which is, which is great um, because we're able to really get into a meditative state where we can raise our vibration and just feel that connection, that connection with our God essence, with ourselves. So it's something that really, really helped me when I needed it. Um, I went to the Academy of Clairvoyance and Consciousness 
that um, they were able to bring some structure and just introduce some other meditation tools that again, through using creative meditation, it just helps bring that balance, bring that harmony back into my life. And now I'm sharing that with others as well, and just helps us as we journey through life. So as we face different challenges, we go through different challenges. There's so many things that come up. So now we're able to use these different meditation tools to look at our energy or release any energy that we may be holding on to or bring in any energy that we think that we may need. So it is a great form of meditation that again, I've been practicing for over 17 years now and I, I truly, truly enjoy it. Again, uh, meditation is my passion. This, it has always been my passion. Um, I've also been an owner of a healthcare business for over 15 years now. And this was always the last piece for me, just getting into and building a practice where we can share meditation and just bringing balance back into your life. So I'm truly, truly grateful to be here and being able to share this with everyone. Thank, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, sharing your story, sharing how you got into it. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, I keep saying this, but you got Zen written all over your face. <laughs> hey, so it's a compliment. It just means that you. your your essence shows. Um, I'm also probably going to close the IG too. Your essence, I'm going to leave it running. Your essence just showcases how this work has added value to you, right? So for somebody who's like, man, I've never heard like of meditation. Like, yeah. how would you define meditation for them? Like, what would what does that look like? And so, how do you, how you meditate it? You know what? Meditation looks like different things for for everyone, uh, because I know a lot of the times when I talk to people, they always say, "Well, I don't meditate because their view of meditation or their perception of meditation is one where you're sitting with your legs crossed and you're you know, humming and you're, you're in this really Zen state, which again, for some people, that's what it is. But um, for me, meditation is really just being able to bring that awareness back to your body, back to yourself, really communicate with yourself, and then also communicating and just connecting with that God essence, that source, that creator, whatever the God of your heart may be just being able to really connect with that. So it looks like different things for different people. Um, again, for me, I practice that creative meditation style. So when we are doing that form, it's very active. So we're doing a lot of visualization. We're using different meditation tools to look at our energy, to release our energy, to replenish our energy, uh, you know, even to set boundaries, because I know for a lot of us being able to set boundaries, set whether it's energy boundaries, whether it's just boundaries that we need to survive is a huge deal. Um, so just being able to use different tools like that are huge. Somebody asked me the other day, they were like, well, is walking a form of meditation? And yes, there are people that practice walking meditation because walking actually helps put them in that Zen state. So for them, that is their form of meditation. That's what allows them to be able to communicate with themselves. And it's also when they're able to pray and feel really connected. So again, it really, really depends on what resonates with you. And I think that was the one thing last year, just 
as we all went through this situation, I don't even like to talk about it very much, but as we all went through this situation, you know, that was the one thing I kept asking people to do, to just really, really find what brings you joy and find what brings you happiness and peace and allow yourself to practice those things. Um, and to find that just really sit still, go within and, and just commune, commune with yourself and reconnecting with yourself, um, I think is really, really important. I think I lost it on, on IG as well. So I'm gonna try to log back in. Um, but yes, so really, really connecting um, with yourself and finding what the best practice is for you. Because I know for you, uh, you practice Qigong, right? So a Qigong is something that helps you get into that meditative state. So, you know, there, there are a lot of different practices. And I think for each person, I would say, look at what really brings you joy um, and look at the, the tools that can help you bring awareness to your body, uh, bring awareness to your spirit and, you know, just, just flow with that. I think I'm gonna get back on here. There we go. Mute. Information goes into the subconscious mind when you are in the slow, when your brain waves have slowed down. So inspiration touches the heart more when your spirit is at peace. So why don't we start this session with a breathing meditation, five yeah. minutes? Yeah. So guide us through. Are you, are you gonna do your qigong breathing meditation, or do you want me to do? <laughs> no, I think okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right, all right. You, you, you guide us. With your Zen voice, and then, <laughs> then afterwards I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you a different way of meditation. How about that? Okay. okay. Yes, that's fine. That's fine. Right. So we can we can start with my style. Okay. Um, all right. So we're just going to go ahead and get comfortable in your chair. You know, and again, for if you want to close your eyes, you can close your eyes or you can leave them open. I know. Again, it's it's totally your preference. Um, but just take a moment to bring your awareness to your body and to your breath. I'm gonna start this meditation by taking three deep breaths in and out. So you're gonna inhale, take a nice deep cleansing breath. Feel that air moving into your lungs. Feel your chest expanding and exhale, just breathe all that air out of your body, out of your lungs, and take another deep breath in. And exhale. And take one more deep breath in. Just really connect with the air around you and exhale. And just take a moment to notice how you feel, notice how your body feels, notice how your chest and your heart space feels as you bring that air in and out of your lungs. And as you bring your awareness to your body, 
just notice if there's any energy, any emotion that's coming up for you that you feel like you need to release today. Just ask yourself, what are you holding in your body that needs to be released? And imagine yourself making an energy connection between yourself, your, the base of your spine, and this beautiful planet that we live on. And using that energy connection, just imagine it as a line of energy. Just allow yourself to release anything that you notice that you're holding, any negative emotions, any negative energy, any stress, any anger, any fear, any anxiety. Just al allow that energy to flow down towards the planet. Just see that energy moving away from you. Just give yourself permission to release any negative energy that you're holding, holding in your body, holding in your energy space. And remember to breathe and remember there's no effort. Just imagine yourself in that universal flow as you're fully connected and grounded with the planet. And now take a moment to think of any energy that you would like to attract into this moment and into your space today. Notice if there's any energy of love or peace, or maybe you need some joy in your life. Just imagine yourself holding all that energy that you would like to bring back into your space in a ball above your head. Just see all that energy just floating around right above your head as we get ready to bring that into your space. So just decide what do you need in this moment? Do you need some extra healing today? Just bring that into your space. And just imagine that energy flowing down from that ball above your head. See it flowing down through the top of your head down into your brain, giving your brain some clarity and your face and your neck and your throat. Just feel that energy moving through you, all that positive energy flowing down your shoulders, your arms, your chest, your upper back. Just give your heart space that area in your chest, some extra love and healing. And just see that energy moving down through your stomach and your lower back. Just really fill your body with everything that you need. 
See it flowing down your legs, your thighs, your calves, your ankles, your feet. Just imagine your entire body filling up with all this positive energy, this energy of light and love. And notice how you feel in this moment. As you bring your awareness back to your body, notice if you feel lighter, clearer, just connect with whatever you're feeling today. And we're gonna close this meditation by taking three deep breaths in and out. So take a nice deep breath in, just really inhale all that beautiful light, that beautiful air that you've just brought in to your space. And exhale, just breathing out any extra negative energy that you may be holding in your body. And take another deep breath in. Just really fill your entire body with the oxygen that you need. And exhale, breathing out all the carbon dioxide. And take one more deep breath in. And exhale. And whenever you're ready, you may open your eyes. It's just a nice, a nice quick meditation, quick mindful, mindfulness meditation. I love that. That was awesome. Thank you. And that was really quick. We go through a longer, a much longer version in our sessions. I mean, I only, I only need five minutes. I only need five. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Absolutely. So, so let's talk about the deep breath. Like when you when mm -hmm. you say take a deep breath, how does that really look like for like for people who who has been breathing like the doctor tell them to breathe, which is like this. So how does a deep breath look like? Yeah, so for me it depends because I like to breathe in some so some days where I breathe in through my nose and really just imagine that air, just see it flowing in to my lungs, really expanding my chest. Um, or even sometimes moving down to my stomach, just uh, again, just depending on how deep, deeply I would like to breathe. And then breathing out, again, I really try to, to get all of the air out of my lungs, right? And I think that's one thing you even mentioned that was, was really profound for me as well, just making sure all of that stale air, all that stale mm -hmm. carbon dioxide that may be settling at the base of your lungs, mm -hmm. just getting all of that out of your body. Because again, that's, that's the beautiful thing about coming back to your breath. Your breath is the first thing that you do when you are born, you take a breath. 
And then the last thing that you do before you die is you take your last breath. So your breath is the one, the one system that we can actually control. You know, we don't have to tell our blood to flow through our, our veins and we don't have to tell our immune system what to do, but we do have control of our breath. And that breath of life is something that truly gives us life. You know, we can, we can sit on a, on a bed and nothing else could be working, but as long as we have our breath, we know that we're alive. So taking that nice deep breath in where you can really see your lungs expanding um, and then again, breathing out and really just getting all of that air out. So you, you, you create the space so that you can bring that nice oxygen back into your body on the next breath is really, really important. Mm. Yeah. Get it? I, I, yeah, I just, I second everything you just said. <laughs> I want to talk. Yeah, like breathing is like the most important thing that you can do. It's and it's one of the, it's one of the most important that you can do consciously. Exactly. But when you don't consciously do it, it automatically does itself. Exactly. But you know how sometimes they say, "Yo, it's outside of your control." Like, man, you can't really do anything about that. Like, can you do something about Washington right now? Probably not. <laughs> like, can you change what's happening and with uh, the pandemic right now probably can't but what you can control is how you breathe exactly. how deeply you breathe and what breathing techniques that you use to bring peace to your to yourself and one of the things that i, I like you when you mention is how important breathing is one of the first things and consistent things i heard from my mentor is you could go 40 days without food you right. could go 14 days without water but yes. you could go you could only go four minutes without air. So right. breathing is the single most important thing you can do because if you spend four minutes without it, well, your breath have been taken yeah. away, right? Yeah, you exactly. just fall in love. Like she didn't take the breath away. <laughs> you breathing, right? Right. Uh, I don't even understand why they ha even have that, that statement. She took my breath away. Right. <laughs> right. She should have gave you breath. Exactly. <laughs> Give you the life, not take right. your life. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, but then again, uh, breathing out is actually the relaxation breath. Right. And when you breathe in, your diaphragm is actually working to bring air in. When you breathe out, you're actually relaxing as well as getting that stellar air out. So, technically, I guess when you say she took my breath away, was she made me relax and let my guard down and be more zen? Exactly. So, I guess you can say that, <laughs> but that's besides the point. Right. So breathing is so important. It is the most important thing you can do. So for some people who are listening live with us right now, if you want to chime in, I want you to all take a deep breath and we're going to do a quick test. I want to see where you're at when it comes to diaphragmic breathing. Mm -hmm. You're going to take a test. You comment one in the chat if you got taller and then comment two in the chat if you got wider, right? Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a way we're going to see who's the chest breathers and who's the diaphragm breathers. Yeah. And Kristen, if you can talk about what is the difference between breathing up in your chest and then using your diaphragm. Yeah, so, and again, you may you may have way more information about breathing because again, I think with, with your style um, and the Qigong breathing, that's something that is taught to you. Um, for me, uh, bringing the air down 
really going into my stomach is a little bit deeper um, for me because I know if I'm really, really, and this may, I'm not sure if you, you have the same form, but if I'm really, really stressed or really, really anxious about something, that's where I'm really going to take a, a breath and really bring all that air and see my, bring it into my stomach. So I'm going to take a really nice, really nice deep breath. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I am just really needing to relax, really feeling to connect, that's where I just see that energy moving into my chest because um, that's where my heart space is. So for me, when I'm using my breath, I look at it as, am I looking to control my emotions and go a little bit lower into my stomach? Or am I looking to really control my heart space area and bring that into my, my chest? So that's how I, I look at it. Um, but it may be different from you and you may have a different, a different uh, teaching around breath. Because I think with, with Qigong, you go a little bit deeper but that's my reasoning. Again, everything that I do, I'm using my my um, creative meditation style of doing it. So I always focus on, am I looking at my chest space? Am I looking at my emotions? Like which part of my body am I really needing that that life force? Because again, your, your breath is like your vital life force. So that's how I look at it. So I look at depending on what I need, that's where I'm going to bring my breath most into that area. I actually really dig that you said that. Like, <laughs> part of Qigong is, and I'm going to talk about Qigong a little bit, but it's really about directing the energy to where your body needs it the most. Correct. And the thing about Qigong is the more you do it, the more you're conscious of what's happening within you. So right. now you're able to send healing energy to the organs that you want. Right. So when you said, like, literally breathing into the heart center, Mm-hmm. Like I was actually trying it. Like I started from the lower abdomen, pushing the belly button out. Then I kind of like work the air up and I feel it right here in the thymus area. So right. it's like, but it's still controlled diaphragmic breathing. Like you're still controlling it. You're not necessarily doing the top heavy bottom squish. You're, you're right. consciously directing where the air is going. Right. And I think, I think that's even more like that's a step forward like that's even like more advanced because now now you know hey man let me breathe like sometimes if you with your intention you could actually breathe towards your 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 liver or breathe, breathe towards the kidneys it's almost like it's almost like you can make a um you ever seen like the like when you go to the carnival and then they make the balloon animals mm-hmm. yep it's almost like when you breathe you can breathe through different sections of your body which is right. pretty cool Right. Um, the, the chest breathing that most people do is I tell you to take a deep breath and you, it's like going to the doctor. You'd probably do something like this, right? Yep. So your bottom, your top heavy bottom, I don't know. Wait. Yeah. I think that's what the term is. <laughs> so now it's like the balloon is squished up here and then have this one is, 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 is uh, lower. So you're making a, a balloon animal rather than making like a, a wide balloon, like a spear. Right. So that's using your chest is more anxious. It's also called breath holding. So the thing about breath holding is if you're not doing it with conscious awareness, it's not beneficial to your health. Right. If you're consciously holding your breath to redirect it like a channel, then it has its benefits. But most of us, what we do is we just hold our breath all day and then right. we breathe throughout our mouths. Right. And that has a whole bunch of science next to it. I'll talk a little bit about it. But so here's the strategy. What is that? 
the strategy is you want to visualize that your lungs is a balloon, which it is. Right. And you want to expand the lungs by pushing your hand out. If you had put your hand on your belly, expand the lungs, push the hand out. And that's your inhale breath. The exhale right. breath is almost like you're squeezing the belly button towards the spine. And then as you do that, you're causing the, the balloon or the lung to deflate and yep. the air then comes out. So one of them gets you taller. I mean, one of them gets you wider. And then one of them gets you taller. You want to choose the former. What they say, you want to choose the first one. You want to choose the one that gets you wider. Wider, yep. So that's the And again, the one that's wider is the, your heart space. Yes. Because we live with our our heart, right? (laughs) Yes. Yep. So let's ask the people in the chat. While you're watching now, I want to ask you, what pattern do you catch your breath going like do you at some point you hold your breath and then you start breathing normally again do you breathe through your mouth do you breathe through your nose how does your breathing patterns are are you conscious of your breathing patterns do you find yourself sometimes you're like yo did i breathe (laughs) have i breath have i breathed the last 30 seconds and you realize oh snap i was holding my breath this whole time right you can come off mute and share, or you can comment in in the chat. So, but yeah, so we're also going to continue the conversation. If anyone want to come off mute or comment that in the chat, let us know. So that way we can talk more about it. Okay. So one of the things about meditation and getting into the meditative state and having a peace of mind during these times is about taking the time out to do this stuff, right? So right. one of the major things that people, um, reasons for not exercising, not meditating, not journaling, not changing your rituals and routine is like, I don't have the time. I mean, I've heard that from me, <laughs> I've heard that from other people, yeah. and I've heard it all the time. So yeah. how do you find the time to curate your peace? And how do you curate your peace all the time? Yeah, so I, I get that. I hear that a lot as well with the time. I don't, I don't have the time. And my standard answer that I tell everyone is we are spirits having a human experience, not humans having a spiritual experience, right? So the reason that we're here on this planet, on this earth, is for spiritual development. That's ultimately what we're here for, right? To grow as spirits. So the same way that you can make the time to go to the gym or hang out with friends or do whatever else you have to do in your physical life, it's the same way that you need to allocate that time to be able to cultivate your spirituality and whatever that may look like for you, whether it is meditation, whether it is saying your prayers in the morning, even if it's going to church, whatever you do to grow spiritually and really uh, cultivate your spirit, that's what you need to do, do. So I set aside time. I wake up a little bit early in the morning. So usually by at least 5.30, I am awake. And that's the time where I really meditate. And again, my meditation looks like I usually say a prayer uh, and then I go into my creative meditation And that also helps me set the intentions for my day. So whatever I need to do for that day, that's where I'm doing my visualizations and I'm looking at, is there anything that I need to change, not change? 
but that meditation time or that prayer time sets the tone for my day so I have to incorporate it and I do make the time because it is critical for me like uh, my kids will say all the time they, they know the days if I missed a meditation or I didn't meditate in the morning they they know and they'll say oh you haven't meditated today but um again the the time is something that this is part of the reason why I'm here. So I always allocate whether it's five minutes, if I know I woke up a little bit later than usual and I have deadlines that I need to meet, at, at a minimum, I'm spending five minutes and I'm taking that time to meditate. So it's a non-negotiable for me. And again, just understanding that we are here to grow spiritually and that's our ultimate reason for being here will help you create the time and manage your time better so you can incorporate it into your into your day and into your journey. Oh, and I think I'm I'm still here. I'm still oh, Okay, I was just I saw you frozen so I was like I don't know if I lost you. <laughs> I was, I just put I just started a club on on Clubhouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> stuff out. I was trying to look for you but I couldn't find you. Oh, okay. Um, Add me, add me, add holistic. Okay, I will add you. So that was that was powerful. Um, Omi said that was deep. And Latoya yeah. said she, she normally breathes through her nose and she's conscious on breathing, you focus on your breath. Thank mm -hmm. you for sharing that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, like, you have to make time for your, to cultivate your life, your peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? absolutely. And curate it. Like, life is not necessarily about the, the moments when you get on top of the mountain but it's the moment where you hanging on the cliff you turn around and you're like damn look at that sky like look at the birds exactly you know exactly. what i mean and then that's really the beauty of it it's that journey is to climb and it's smelling that fresh and that good prana you know it's really about that and i exactly. so where are you where are you rushing to is the question right, right. so where are you going where are you going or where are you growing? That's the question I want to ask you is, where are you going or where are you growing? Like, are you constantly having a day-to-day -day busy life to go somewhere? And I want, I want you to think like, what, what is the ultimate def, uh, destination and how are you growing? So somebody says, never thought about that way, spirits having a human experience. Let's- That's what we are. Let's talk more this about This is just that, a show. Right? right so we're, we're spirits having a human experience through this life and at some somewhere i read or somewhere just got downloaded to me that we're supposed to somehow learn lessons while we having this human experience right or is it supposed to be the enjoyment of the human experience i mean what is it i mean how are we spirits having this human experience what does that mean to you Kristen? well to me uh, it is again somebody somebody said something where it was earth is like the mental institution for <laughs> for the the universe right so it's for those of those those of you that believe in reincarnation then you know you believe that your spirit keeps coming back to learn different lessons right um so if you're looking at it that way then we as spirits we choose our life before we get here so for me i say i always know exactly why i chose my parents i i when i was born i think my mother that my mother was 
at a point where she was really growing into her spirituality um, and learning about meditation, learning about Qigong, learning about all these different spiritual aspects. So we choose, we choose our life and based on the things that we need to learn, right? So as we're continuing along on our spiritual journey, where we're looking for that enlightenment, we're looking for that peace, we're looking to really reconnect with our creator, right? Reconnect with God, reconnect with our, so that source energy. Being in this body allows us to process and go through some of the karmic cycles that we have to experience to, so that we can get to that next level. So as spirits, again, we put on these um, sleeves, these, we, we take on these bodies uh, that can help us journey and function in an environment that will throw different challenges at us that will help us to grow spiritually. So even I look at what happened in, in 2020, where I can tell you personally, I was at a point where right, I'd say in December, 2019, January, 2020, I remember looking at my calendar and thinking, I do not know the next time I'm going to have time for myself or time to relax or time to take a vacation. My calendar was packed. I was completely just swamped with my business, with everything happening. And I just kept feeling like I need a break. I really, really need a break. Um, so once the, I think March hit and the, we, we were now in, in quarantine, um, and we all had to go within, and that's the one thing you hear a lot, that this challenge that we all went through as a global community where we all had to go within and really bring our awareness back to our body, bring our awareness back to our life is something that helped a lot of people elevate their consciousness, right? Because when you really had to go within, you really had to think about how am I living my life? Um, how am I able to function with myself? And a lot of people reconnected with their passions. They reconnected with who they are. They reconnected with that peace. And it on a, on a global level, we, even though it may not seem like it because we still have some crazy things happening, but on a global level, we were really given the opportunity to elevate our consciousness and move to another level. So just being here as spirits, we are able to get a little bit closer to finding that peace or finding that enlightenment or reconnecting with our source just because of the the challenges and the things that we go through here on this planet on this earth so that's where being a spirit in a human body um, it's something that i know for me i take very seriously and i just try to make sure i'm always incorporating that that time and, and that learning and that education to grow um, because that's, that's ultimately what we're here for. We're, we're, we're here to really learn how to feel fully reintegrated, integrated with that, so, with that source energy and the God essence. So that, that's what that means for me. So, so that's why we're here. So where are we growing? You know how every day we're working, we're at it, like, yo, let's get this work, let's build this. And we want a movement where it's each one teach one, each one help one, each one elevate, so we all elevate. Mm -hmm. But at the end of it, 
where are we going to at the end of it? What do you think is the ultimate destination? Like, why are we doing all this to, to yeah. accumulate abundance in this physical realm and empower others? Like, where's the ultimate, what's the ultimate goal for you? What, what have you realized that the purpose of life is for you? Um, for me personally, again, it would be what, what I just talked about. I think just from a, from a historical perspective or just the way that I look at it, you know, that saying we were made in the image and likeness of God, right? So that has a couple different meanings for me. Um, one of the things is, again, that God energy, that God essence, we were created from that energy, right? So we are, it's almost like we were, we were created from that energy to um, be able to help others, to be able to um, ultimately reconnect with, with that energy or learn how to live in the image and likeness of that of that God energy, so we can we can function. Because again, we are spirits. We are we are uh, alive. <laughs> we are immortal. Our spirit bodies are immortal, right? So, um, the purpose of life, and it's I mean, there are just so many, so many, so many different facets when it comes to that. But ultimately, again, I think it's just being able to help others reconnect with who we truly are, which again, we are those emanations from that God, God energy and our, our creative, creator's energy. So that's where just incorporating your spiritual practice. And for me, even with meditation, that's when I feel closest to God. So meditation even helps me with my prayers because it, when we're vibrating on that higher frequency, that's when I feel closest to that source energy. I feel closest to that divine energy. So it, it even helps me pray better because my mind is a lot clearer and I'm able to, able to feel a lot more connected with that, that divine essence, which ultimately that's what, as a spirit, I want to be able to really be as close to that energy as possible. So that's, that's for me, that's my ultimate purpose. So you're saying the, the more you're able to sit in silence, the more you're able to converse with God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And even, you know, with, with silence, uh, there are times where my mind is not, is not completely still. Cause I think that's why a lot of people shy away from meditating. Cause they're like, I can't quiet my thoughts. My mind can't be still. And there in the over 30 years of, of meditating and practicing different things, it's very rare for my mind to be just completely silent. So another thing that happens is when we get into a state where we're in that meditation state, right? You really feel very peaceful. To me, it, it's, a, it's a peaceful state. So you feel like you're vibrating on a different level, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but what happens when you're in that meditation state is when thoughts come up, that's when people get frustrated because they think they're not meditating because they're having thoughts, right? Their mm. mind is clouded or something's coming up. They're thinking about a conversation. But at the end of the day, when we are vibrating on different levels or we're in that meditation state, when something comes up, maybe it's because that's something we need to look at, 
right? It may be some sort of energy, some sort of emotion that's coming up that because we're, we're vibrating on a different level, we're now able to look at it from a clearer headspace. So then it's okay to then say, okay, why am I having this thought during my meditation? Or why am I hearing this message during the meditation? Because if you're truly communicating with the divine, if you're truly communicating with God when you're in that meditation state, when you have thoughts that come up or when you hear things, you see things, take a look at it and just ask yourself, why is this coming up now? Because it may be a message is coming through to you from the divine that you need to, to pay attention to. So don't be frustrated if you're having thoughts while you're in that meditative state. Because again, that's the whole purpose. Meditation is another form of communicating with God. Mm. All right. So one form of communication is not to think. Right. <laughs> second one is to think. Right. And then I guess the third one is to talk. So mm -hmm. let's talk about <laughs> the power of thinking. Yeah. So what I mean by that is I didn't mean to confuse you. Godly <laughs> power of thinking. So how does your thoughts affect your ability to manifest? Even yeah. though you get in this meditative state and it gives you a power to be able to manifest, mm -hmm. how does your thoughts play a role in your ability to manifest or not manifest? What, what, what's your current take on that? Yeah. So thoughts for me, again, I... I always try to maintain a positive mindset and positive thoughts. Negative thoughts will always come in as we see things. That's another reason why I'm not really watching the news very much uh, because you know we're just fed so much crap, basically. We're fed a lot of crap when we're looking at TV, especially now, right? So for me personally, I try to maintain a positive mi mindset, that positive thinking, because I know that when you allow too much of that, that negative thought into your space, then that's also where you're not, you're not going to manifest as much. So you'll miss, a, you'll miss a lot of your blessings when you, when you hold that negative space in your, in your, um, in your centers. So for me, being able to maintain those positive thoughts Again, that meditation practice helps with that a lot because that same exercise that we did at the beginning of the session where we're really trying to look at what negative energy we may be holding in our space and just get rid of that. And even during our, our sessions, whether it's a group session or individual session, one of the things that we do is we also look at uh, maybe programming. So maybe something that someone has said to you like you're not good enough or you'll never amount to anything those things are are, are are thoughts that you may be holding in your space but even that just being able to clear out your thoughts and just really get that out of your energy space so that you can allow more positive thinking into yourself and bring more clarity into your headspace that I think will help you manifest a lot better because when you have a clear head, then your vision is clearer, right? So it's it's not a coincidence that, you know, that third eye really always talks about your third eye, your third eye and opening up your third eye so you can see better. But that third eye is related to your clarity and it's in your head space for a reason, right? Because 
it's it's close to your eyes because that helps you with your your vision <laughs> so when you can visualize the things that you want to create because this entire planet everything this chair that i'm sitting on came from a thought somebody said hey this is a, a something that i'm thinking about let's create something that we can feel more comfortable and we don't have to stand all the time right so that came from a thought everything that we we're looking at and we're experiencing on this planet right now has has been created and manifested through thoughts so um being able to think in a positive way and that's why i said like even us uh, on a, on a global perspective we have shifted our consciousness um, and we've we've completely moved into a different cycle from a from an earthly planetary perspective. We've moved into another major cycle, so you will see that upgrade in consciousness. But being able to maintain that positive thought so that you can really create and and actualize and realize your goals is is very very important. So again, for me, I always just try to maintain that positive mindset. That positive thinking. I know sometimes people are like it's all this rainbows, rainbows and unicorns with you, but um, it really is. I just I love life. I feel like I am living my my best life now. But that's because you know I'm doing what I love, and I'm really, really just focused on maintaining that that positive mindset because that's how that's how we should be, right? So hopefully that answered that question. Yep. Like, like, like Omi said, straight gems, straight gems, <laughs> my sister, my sister, you are dropping gold nuggets. Um, that is awesome. Yeah. So Omi asks, how do you know when you're meditating? Are you supposed to feel a certain way? Yeah. So, you know what? I, for me, I do feel a sense of peace. I feel, I feel a lot of different things, but I do feel a sense of, of peace. And that's why I say finding what you connect with is really, really important because there are different things that um, I know somebody I, I was doing some work with last year and he said he really, really loves riding. So riding bicycles. So he actually bought a bike and probably a month later, he was like, you know, just being on that bike uh, and feeling that wind on his face puts him in this state where he feels so much peace that that's what makes him feel really, really connected with, with God, right? So you, I would I say for each person, it's going to be different. You're going to feel a different way. And it could even be depending on what kind of your med what kind of meditation you're doing at the time. So I know some people have said they feel like, and again, this is during our creative meditation sessions. Some people have really profound experiences, but uh, I know people have said where they started a meditation where their shoulder was hurting. And by the, uh, during the meditation, they felt like a tingling in their shoulder because we, we may have been releasing or they may have been releasing some energy from their shoulders. So they may feel some tingling uh, or some people feel like they're floating. So you hear some people say, I really, really feel like I'm floating. Um, but for me, I just, I, I, a lot of times I do feel like I am floating um, again, because I think I, that's, it's kind of raising your vibration. Uh, but if you don't feel anything, that's okay. 
because each person may connect with different things. So some people may be clairvoyant where again, they may see things. So you may be in a meditation state and you're seeing all these colors or you're seeing a lot of flowers or you're, you're seeing a bright light. That may be your meditation state because your clairvoyant skills are really, really strong. Uh, it may be that you feel a certain way because you're a clairsentient, right? So that's where people, they feel like their body may get hot or their body gets cold or they're feeling that tingling sensation. That's because they're clairsentient. Or some people in a meditation state may be more clairaudient, so they hear things. So it really, really just depends on you. So that's why, again, once you're, you're in that space where you're meditating, you're bringing your attention back to your breath you're bringing your awareness back to your body just think just be mindful of what's happening during that time for you are you seeing things are you hearing things are you feeling things and as you as you continue to do it and again and you're consistent with it because you know we always talk about consistency but as you're more consistent in with your your practice your meditation practice you'll notice, hey, I always hear something every time I'm in this zone. So then you know, okay, I'm, I'm clear audience, right? So just, just go with that. So whatever you may be hearing, every time you're in that space, go with it. And then something else, as you continue to progress along that road, it may be, hey, I'm not hearing as much anymore. I feel like I'm, I'm starting to feel things. So again, you don't, it's not, if whatever you're experiencing during that time, there's never a right and wrong. It's, it's all up to you because we're just all at different levels. We're all at different cycles and, and times in our, on our journey. So just go with, with what you're feeling. But yeah, meditating and I don't, when you're meditating, meditating again, it's, it's just whenever you're taking that time to be aware of yourself, aware with your body and really communicate with your divine energy, the, the, the energy of the source. Hopefully that answers that question for you, Omi. I, I think you did a great job answering that question um, because in meditation, like you, you literally, it's like he, the observer effect and you literally get a chance to observe what your body is, is sensing. Like, and right body that has its own memory and in the book of the week we're reading actually it's talking about this so that's why which is a book i wanted you to check out is called <clears throat> breaking the habit of being yourself by okay. dr joe dispenza okay. okay let me comment that down breaking the habit of being yourself by dr joe dispenza in fact i'm going to also put the audible code for you to get the free audio book if you want to check that out so that okay. book talks about how to literally undo the constant thinking that has created the, the pseudo reality called your life. Right. I just put it that way. But one of the major things that I see meditation as being is when you kind of lose uh, an idea of space and time. Like mm -hmm. the more you sit in it, the more you get mm -hmm. indulged in it. And this takes a little bit of... Uh, um, the more you practice, yes. the more you're able to cultivate that sense of peace when like at, you're sitting down and then you have sections where you kind of like, you don't know the difference between the tree, the wind, 
the the sound over there and you you are like kind of like became everything now it's now if i say that to a beginner you're like what right (laughs) that's crazy and that's why i said start with what you're feeling in in that time and as you get better you'll notice different things right yeah but yeah, I think it's a it's an amazing state when you're like sitting down and let's say you're looking at a leaf and you squint your eye to where you soften your gaze. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like the leaf, like you became the leaf because like, right. you're, you're really observing how it's flowing. Right. So I have these uh, beans. Um, I forgot what, how you call them in, Creole, in English. Those goes over there. <laughs> and, <laughs> And there's bees pollinating all, all over the place. Yes. And if you stare at the bee moving from flower to flower, like you can almost feel how it feels like to be the bee. Right. And then it's like you became the bee right. by intensively like feeling how it feels like to fly from bud to bud. Right. And that's how I see the meditative state. So yeah. just. Hey, hey, hey. This is yeah. So anybody want to share their meditative experience at a, at, at a time when you was experiencing a lot of peace? I do. Go ahead, Elvis. I meditate every night. I love to meditate. When I meditate, I, I talk to God. Yes. And I peace, peace and quiet when I meditate. I love meditating. I'm glad I'm on your Zoom. I love meditating. So what, what is your method of med- meditation? You say you talk to God, but what, what does it look like for you? Do you sit down and you section out a time, a place? How does your environment look like for somebody who, who want to kind of hear what, you, what, you, what your routine looks like? I put, a, I put on a meditation tape to meditate. And I love okay. meditating. Can you, send me the, can you send me the book too so I can read it? The link? Yeah, so I dropped the link with the free audio. I don't, feel, I don't know if you have an audio book, Audible, but I dropped the link with the free, free Audible code. And there's, it's also on YouTube if you search it. So either way, you, you can get it. Okay. Thank you, Elvis. You're welcome. And I think Omi had another question. Meditates in the morning, at night, or during the day? And I can, I can, I can tell you my practice. Um, I know for me, I it, it is part of my morning routine. I do meditate every morning because uh, again, it sets the tone for my day, and it's a great way for me to also set the intentions on the thing that I things that I want to accomplish. Um, and again, also it, it is it is part of my prayer time. So even when I'm praying for myself, just for guidance, just being able to do good work. Um, praying for my kids, that I, I always make sure I'm doing that meditation in the morning. There are times during the day, uh, because with, with my business and as I'm going through the day, if I feel like I'm getting really stressed or if there's a meeting coming up that I know I wanna prep for, or I want to make sure I really have that, my mind is very clear. I made you a quick five minute meditation where I just sit in my office, and just bring my my body my awareness back to that center and just really bring in a lot of peace energy or clarity or whatever i feel i may need just to get whether it's my stress level down or to prepare for that meeting so i may do a quick five minute meditation during the day 
um, during those times or you know if you just feel like you need it and then at night at times before I go to bed as well I may do another meditation and it may not be I don't have to do it three times a day my morning prep meditation again that's always part of my routine but during the day and at night and at night I think during just right before bed I would take some time to reflect on my day, just think about all the different things that happened and then just look at, is there anything that I wanna clear out of my space before I go to bed? Because once I go to bed, I'm, I'm a dreamer. <laughs> so I have some very wild, vivid dreams that, that it, it feels like it keeps me up all night. Uh, and I, sometimes I don't have that separation between reality and my dreams, but I say, look at what's, what's best for you. Um, is it that you really feel like you need more to bring more peace into your space in at, at night or do you want to set the tone for the day and do it in the morning? All, all great tips. Um, I, I'd add to that to say lately I've been taking out meditation time when I feel like I'm pulled like like a puppet. Like Instagram, Google, Final <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Hey, let's have a Zoom meeting. Right. <laughs> like whenever right. I feel like I'm being pulled all different directions, I'm like, man, I have to recenter myself. So yes. lately I've been conscious and then sitting my time like, okay, now is the time to meditate. So right. I, I'm like prescribing myself meditation for separation from all of these different things I got to do. So right. that's, what I've been, that's what I've been focused on lately. Right. Yeah. Good so stuff. if anyone has any questions, ask now or for, not forever, or hold your peace <laughs> up until you get to link up with Christian. He's going to tell you more about how you can connect with her via her platform and how you can have private one-on-one -on -one or group breathing yeah. and all the things that she has to offer in this next section. And yeah. As she, does that, okay. as she does that, be sure to look in the description. I'm going to be posting a couple of links too. And these links are just events I'm going to be having the, during the weekend. So before you go, I wanted to make sure that you're in tune with them. And then also Christian is going to comment her links. So this is the portion where you can attend more of what we have going on. And I'm going to let you go. The, uh, uh, you're going to tomorrow, Dr. Tina Webb, America's Black psychologist is going to cut through. She's going to talk about self-care as this pandemic continues. So we're doing these wellness series to empower you to do something um, to curate your peace. That's what's happening on Saturday. And then on Sunday, Imogene Williams is going to be hosting a mindful movement dance class. Um, all of this is actually excuse, ex, it's, it's, it's not, it's exclusive, but it's inclusive. So on Sunday, that's going to happen, right? So you're going to see all the links there and that's the, the announcements. And then on Sunday too, and at 11 a.m., I'm also going to have a Qigong class. So I know I just dropped a lot on you. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen, why don't you I go? Love it. And I, I definitely need to attend what, the, the Qigong class because I know we have done that. Um, my mom is actually a Qigong instructor as well. So she has joined into some of our workshops. We've incorporated the, the Qigong and then during our meditations or forums she's also done some qigong and taught us some great techniques so 
always love qigong but yeah to find me i am um, if you're on instagram my instagram is meditari institute and again i dropped that in the chat um that also has a link to my website which is www.meditarisanctuary.com.com or meditariinstitute.com either one will take you there uh, for us, we have, we do weekly group meditations. I do offer individual one-to-one -one sessions where we can look at where you are on your life journey. Uh, just look at any tools that we can incorporate into your meditation practice to help you move forward. I know a lot of people, especially now, have been managing fear, energy, and stress. So, you know, we have a lot of great meditation tools that we use and incorporate just to help you bring bring your your essence and yourself back um, and just bring some more peace back into your life so you know I do do one-on-one -on -one sessions as well and we do have monthly forums so like this month we're going to be talking about the energy of money so that should be a fun one we also have a financial planner coming into that forum so that will be that will be fun but again if you need to reach out to me my IG is Medtari Institute and I can put my, the email, the email is info at meditariinstitute.com if you ever need to send us an email. But I'm open and send me a DM, let me know what you need. Uh, I will be on Clubhouse and I, I did follow you on Clubhouse. So we'll be doing some more Clubhouse, Clubhouse rooms and Clubhouse events as well. If you do have an iPhone and you are on Clubhouse. And I think my Clubhouse is Meditari, just Meditari. Okay, I was gonna ask you to share that. <laughs> Let me do that now. What, if you I don't know what Clubhouse is, this room we just had, like you could probably just hop into a room very similar. Yeah. <laughs> Clubhouses, except you won't see people. You won't see people's faces and the energy our faces give. Right. This yeah. is the benefit of of this platform. Exactly. So, I love this platform. So I love I love Zoom too. It's it's like we've been on it. 2020, man, they got us all to be Zoom. Zoom, I don't know how to call it, whatever. We've Zoom masters. Zoom masters. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So this has, we have came towards the end and there aren't any more questions. This has been an amazing experience to um, talk about the importance of curating your piece, right? So yes. if we're going, 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 and we're not growing, 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 then we're slowly going, going somewhere we don't want to go. Right. And I'll let you figure out where that is. Mm -hmm. So you want to keep growing every day. So add something to your routine for your wellness practice, for your, like, for your peace. Oh, no. So add something that's going to empower you to have the energy and the vitality and not muscle tension all over your body so that way you can be able to Get going on your dreams you right so sometimes what's hindering us back from doing the things that we want to do is not not having the lack of information the lack of knowledge or the lack of support but it's usually having the lack of energy the lack of mental clarity and the lack of consistent focus because we are not taking care of our spirits by not breathing by not moving by not meditating so mm -hmm. I'm inviting you after this podcast, after, well, it is a podcast, but after this meeting for you to think to yourself, how can I grow? Like every day you wake up, think to yourself, like, how can I grow today? It's not like, 
where can I go today? Like, how can I get some money today? I want you to ask yourself, how can I grow today? And how do you do that? Well, communities is a great way of growing. Um, how can you grow routines and practices to help you grow? Reading and learning to help you grow. Um, having conversations help you grow. So many different ways of growth, yeah. right? I'm not gonna tell you how to grow, but that's up to you. So don't just go through it, grow through it. Okay. Don't go through the pain. You gotta grow through the pain, all right? So that is my message yeah. and I'm sticking to that. So yeah. Kristen, why don't you close us out with a, with, a, with a message as well before we go? Well, you know what? I was actually going to say something that you said that, that stood out for me yesterday, which is the best defense for your spirit is spiritual offense. You said that on a live yesterday, and I absolutely love that because it, it just comes right back to what we talked about today, right? Especially now during these times where there's a lot happening outside of our space, we really want to focus on controlling everything that is within our space, right? So it doesn't matter how chaotic things get around us, how chaotic things get in the country, in the world, on this planet. We just want to make sure we're maintaining our inner peace, our inner mindfulness, so that we can be the lights. We can be the lights on this planet. Um, because again, darkness can never enter a lit room, right? And just I'll leave you with one exercise to do. Um, if, you, if you sit in a completely black room and just light one candle, and I did this with, 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 I do this with kids a lot, just light one candle and you notice that the light touches every single surface in that room. So as long as we can maintain our lights within and just be a light for other people, we will continue to grow in a positive direction as a, as a planet and continue to elevate the consciousness. So again, it's just keeping that light glowing within you and we will we'll get through this. We'll get through these times. I know better things are coming and it's, it's part of the plan, but we will, like you said, we will grow through it. That's what we're doing. We're growing through it. Well, that, that ended up on a great note. I'm going to let everybody, we, we want to give us a, a section to open up the stage so you can say, how was this for you? How did you enjoy yeah. it? How, what did you learn? Uh, and, uh, you know, just show some love towards, yeah, what did you learn from this? And I love that quote. I just, it, I got I downloaded. I'm just a vessel for these things. I'd be sitting down and I'd just be like, mm -hmm. I, was, I was like, man, <laughs> I was saying how it's important to play defense to give you a background story. But then I was like, yo, the best defense for your spirit is not to try to block negative things. It's the spiritual offense, right? It's to put forth the spiritual works to cultivate you, right? So that, that was because that's the one thing that you can control. Correct, so, absolutely. Thank you everybody for being here. Right. Yeah, thank you for thank you for having me. This was this was truly an honor. Yes. So thank you. Thank you very much for the invite. All right. So it looks like we came to the end. And uh, if you want to leave a little review comment in the chat, we're going to leave this open for a little bit. Mm -hmm.